Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight in the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dock. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And we are back all together again. Gary, Chuck, and Yancey with you on a Monday night after an Egg Bowl win and lots of things happening. Man, good to see you. Good to see you, too. You just don't know how much I'm <laughs> glad to see you. It could not have been that that bad. It could not have been. It was. It was it almost was. as bad as Chucky's clothes. I mean, this it was awful. really bad. It was awful. Well, wisdom tooth out. So I'm less smart. So we'll see how this works. Good. Today. Okay. Good. 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 We'll, good. we'll see how this works. All right, ten and two, second time in in three years that uh, ten regular season wins happened for Ole Miss. Yeah, well, I mean, what can you say? It's a fantastic season. Uh, only two losses are to two of the top teams in the country at their place. I mean, I, I just I don't know what there is to complain about. I mean, if you anybody would have said they would have finished up at ten and two before the season, anybody would have taken it. Um, you know, there were some question marks going in this season, a lot of staff turnover, a lot of roster turnover. Uh so an excellent season without question. Text message line is loaded already at six six two four two six one oh nine three six six two four two six one oh nine three. We'll tell you that the first part of the show as always is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. 100 years of experience supporting communities and agriculture. They guide you through the financial journey at First South farm credit i actually went to starkville like (laughs) you know right i mean travel with the grist schedule and everything just hasn't happened a lot and uh, the wife was doing some you know family stuff i was like well i'm not gonna just sit in a studio somewhere i actually went and enjoyed myself i did too i took the kids down there and it was a it was a good time we had a good time it's nice uh haven't been there we usually go to the mountains uh during Thanksgiving week, it's probably my first egg bowl in over a decade, actually. So it's a good experience, good time. Good Rebel group there. Yeah, yeah. a lot more than I was expecting because nobody from Oxford. I was taking a bunch of teenage boys and begging for some parents to come with me. And <laughs> like, I'm not going to start. Well, I haven't been since 2003 or 1997. I'll never go back. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised at the at the group of Ole Miss fans there. Big crowd. Our fans are always going to show up when they think we're going to win. <laughs> There's a valid point to that. There's a valid point to that. Five things with Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham with nine of those in the states of Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, the first thought. I think the biggest thing that's, that surprised me in the Egg Bowl was Ole Miss's inability to generate a pass rush. I thought that would be a really big mismatch for the Rebels, and it wasn't. Thought number two, with Jackson Dart being injured in a makeshift offensive line, Ole Miss's offense is just a shell of itself right now. The good news is there will be six weeks to heal in jail before the ball game. 
Thought number three, give credit to MSU. They played inspired ball defensively. Sometimes you just have to give credit where credit is due. Thought number four, Quinshawn Judkins has over 2,900 yards and 33 touchdowns in his first two years at Ole Miss. No, I didn't stutter. And the last thought of the day, Ole Miss's hoops team has a chance to go 6-0 tomorrow night against a quality opponent in NC State. They They are starting to get better offensively, much better flow. When their defensive rotations improve, which they will, they will they will become even more dangerous. You read the, the numbers of Quinshawn Judkins and like I remember the last couple it's of pre game shows, seventy five percent of the yards he has this year are after, after contact. contact. Yeah. After contact. He's an animal when he wants to. And be he nice. ran hard on Thursday he night. He did. He, he ran did. really hard. I mean, think about that. 2,900 yards and 33 touchdowns sure. in the SEC. Your freshman year included in that. Uh, I mean. Isn't he leading the SEC this year in touchdowns? I don't know. I think he is. I don't know. 15 or 16 or whatever. Yeah. And, and just, you know, it's a non-conference games. I mean, this was all I believe he averaged 118 yards in SEC play. The games that he didn't get many yards were against the weaker opponents. Uh, you know, so this wasn't like he piled on 200 yard games against slippery rocks. I mean, this, you know, he, he did most of this toting against the SEC play. Yeah. He didn't even get warmed up in some of those games earlier. <laughs> uh, he he only worked up a lather when we got to the SEC. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a quality back, no doubt about it. Rushing and, rushing yards, he was fourth. Touchdowns, second to Ray Davis at Kentucky. Okay, Ray Davis has twenty. Yeah, that's a player too now. But he it has sure he has seven catches, thirteen rushing. Quinshawn has fifteen on the ground and and one one catch. Yeah, he's 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 a beast. He's special. I mean, you get 2,900 yards in two years at any position in the SEC, you're special. We'll talk more about him and the Connerly Trophy watch list. That award's given out tomorrow in Jackson. We'll do all of that. And get your text messages again at 426-1093. But next, we're going to talk recruiting with Ole Miss Spirits' Zach Berry on the other side. think car we want you to think canon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered we're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve even after you get your car pre-order or bring home a new chevrolet silverado or a chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from canon chevrolet of oxford today and remember when the smoke clears nobody beats a canon deal nobody chevrolet find new roads What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey in studio and talking with you on this last Monday of November. And we bring in another member of the Ole Miss Spirit. Zach Berry's back online with us. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Good evening. How are we doing? Doing good, my friend. I guess it's portal time, huh? Man, it was uh, an all-new meaning to uh, Cyber Monday today. <laughs> it was uh, it was wild. That is true. It's a coincidence that it went with Cyber Monday. Uh, the 20th is sneaking up on us, Zach. Uh, you know, the new era, this early signing period. And, you know, I guess for the staffs that are stable, that you don't have a change uh, of staffs, um, it works in their favor, and then for the schools that make a coaching change, like we've seen with a couple of the SEC schools, uh, there's you know other other uh, colleges are eyeing their commitments and recruits. What do, what are you hearing so far? Maybe from A and M side, I don't think there's anybody from state side that Ole Miss is eyeing. Maybe Jimothy Lewis, but um, are you hearing any any recruits that Ole Miss might be looking at from A and M or or state? The one that comes to mind first is Tristan Jernigan. Um, been committed to A&M for most of the season. Uh, Pete Golding has still recruited him the entire time, despite the commitment to Texas A&M. And even before Jimbo was let go, he was already saying that he wanted to take some visits and uh, you know, kind of see what else was out there. As Ole Miss was still recruiting him, Alabama was still recruiting him. He set an official visit to both of those places. Um, 
He will take, I believe, the first weekend of December, uh, he will go to Alabama, and then after that he will go to Ole Miss. So he will officially visit those two. He has consistently <laughs> done the, I guess, the canned response, uh, you know, still 100% committed but going to see what else is out there. Um, I think you can kind of surmise what that actually means. Now, Mike Elko could still recruit him now, uh, you know, re-recruit him, if you will, now that he is uh, officially the head coach in College Station. But it seems like he is really wanting to hear out Ole Miss and Alabama. So that's the first one. As far as Mississippi State is concerned, I've gotten conflicting feedback on on Jimothy Lewis. Um, Last time I talked with him, he told me that, he was still in contact with the Ole Miss staff, um, but I haven't heard much about him recently. Now, we know Ole Miss needs offensive linemen. I think they like the two commits they have in this 24 class, but I think they're going to hit the portal hard and try to continue to get more experienced and older at that position. Um, I think they like a couple of the guys they signed in the 23 class. Um, Bryson Sanders comes to mind. I think he will be someone that will play a lot in the future. Uh, on the interior, but if it's not Jimothy Lewis or Isaiah Autry, who's committed to Oklahoma, I think they're probably going to go portal heavy for offensive line. Are you noticing uh, many offensive linemen uh, hitting the portal yet? Um, And if you are, you think Ole Miss has interest in some of them? Yeah, today alone, it looks like Michigan State's entire offensive line got in the portal, and uh, same with Indiana. Indiana had a mass exodus today as they uh, let Tom Allen go. They are looking for a new head coach, and Michigan State uh, recently hired Jonathan Smith from Oregon State, but a lot of those guys were loyal to the staff that recruited them there, uh, Mel Tucker and company. Um, a lot of those players are looking for uh, a new place to uh, call home Um, So there were a lot of offensive linemen from both of those Big Ten programs. Um, A lot of G5 guys getting in the portal. Um, Davian Carter from Memphis. He is originally from Mississippi. I expect Ole Miss to be one of a number of schools reaching out to him. Uh, He was a very productive and uh, a mainstay on the offensive line for a really good Memphis team this year that finished 9-3 and and was really close to finishing 10-2. and after letting one slip away against Tulane. I think him and uh, probably a couple more G5 names will get in the portal, too. Um, It's honestly been a wild day of just monitoring the phones, monitoring Twitter, monitoring Instagram. It's been really busy. Um, But, yeah, there's going to be several names. um, With it kind of being the first day of, quote, portal season, kind of hard to tell who is being prioritized this early, but I imagine Ole Miss is having those conversations inside the building today and tomorrow, and uh, we'll get some more clarity as the week goes on. Uh, I understand another priority for the Rebels is linebacker. Um, What's that landscape look like starting today with the portal and, and with the guys that are already committed? Well, I talked about Jernigan already. I think they're definitely going to try to flip him away from Texas A&M. Outside of that, I think they're going to go into the portal. I know that they're still going after a couple names in the 24 class, but with what they've got returning in Suntarian Perkins, T.J. Dudley, people forget he uh, he will be eligible next year. I expect him to be in that two deep 
and to be a big factor at the second level for Pete Golding as he had to sit out this year as he got into the portal after the deadline. Um, I think those two will be big-time additions or, I guess, big-time parts of the defense next season. And then I think Tyler Banks is someone that the staff is, is starting to you know, see some signs of some growth, some maturity, learning the, uh, the playbook. And he was a big, big playmaker on the special teams unit this year. I think they're going to look for him to step up in the middle. But I do think that they'll try to get like the offensive line. I think they're going to try to get older and experienced at that position. Um, I, you can see uh, several names jumped into the portal uh, at that position today um, alone while we were right before we uh, <clears throat> I hopped on the phone with y'all. Um, there were several uh, linebackers that jumped in, uh, one in particular that I mentioned as a potential name to know. Uh, would be uh, Chris Paul Jr. I was I was going to call him by his nickname. Uh, he, he goes by Pooh. Uh, so uh, Pooh Paul uh, played a, a lot of football at Arkansas. Freshman All American, first team All SEC. Uh, he has gotten in the portal. Uh, even though Sam Pittman is staying at Arkansas, I think there's going to be some guys that try to find somewhere else as Arkansas really struggled down the stretch and. Um, I think for a while, players were already starting to, uh, you know, kind of work those back channels as most of that roster probably thought Sam Pittman was gone. So um, he's a guy to uh, to know. Um, he will probably have several suitors in the portal as he played a lot of SEC football. I know that safety is also an area that Chuck and I were discussing uh, before the show. That's going to be an emphasis on the portal and in the class. you got to – Couple guys, or you got four commitments right now: Chavez, Banks, Anthony Robinson, out of Louisiana, Andy uh, Jaffe, and Shamar Darden. Uh, speed is definitely uh, probably going to be a, a a goal there at safety. What what do you see? Did they pick up another high school prospect or two in the early signing period, or did they go to the portal for there? I'd imagine they'll probably go high school ranks first. Um, Couple names, uh, Jordan Pride, who's committed to Texas A&M. He's from Florida. I think they're going to try to make a late run at him. He's a four-star guy, top 300 prospect. Couple corners who I think could play some safety, long, athletic, can really run. Jaden Lewis, who was committed to Auburn, he reopened his recruitment and he's back on the market. One to keep an eye on is Marcellus Barnes from Macaulay School in Chattanooga. Um, it seems like it's Georgia and Ole Miss for him right now. I, I think he is one to keep an eye on. He visited in the spring. He really liked it. Pete Golding offered him basically on the spot. They kept they kept in touch. He uh, he had committed to Virginia Tech and then reopened his recruitment a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I think he is in the process of setting up some visits. He plays for a state championship this weekend, and I imagine once that is over with. He will put all of his focus into recruiting. But those are the high school names right now. As far as portal names for safety, I haven't seen many today that kind of, you know, my ears perked up a little bit when I saw their names. But I imagine, uh, like I said, the longer this week goes on, more guys are getting in as the portal, you know, officially opens December 4th. Guys are announcing their intentions now. Zach, get their name. we're up against a break. I appreciate you, buddy. Good job. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate right. it, buddy. See you all. Happy holidays.
Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Aberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hottie toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Cannon Motors, Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Time to do some text messages and we'll take a peek at some injuries as well. As we do the text messages from Cannon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. And of course, we were talking about Quinshawn a little bit earlier. One of the text messages that was already in is like, guys, I can't remember a running back being so physical since Charles Stackhouse, comparing him mm. to Charles Stackhouse on the physical Pretty run. good comparison. Deuce, Deuce was pretty physical, too. He was. Yeah. Yeah. But Deuce got so fast that he started out running. People. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Two questions with the offensive line. I'm going to kind of combine them together. One was how many offensive linemen were actually hurt and playing during the Egg Bowl, and the other is how many do we expect back healthy for a bowl game? They Nobody was hurt that was playing that I know of. Uh, we had uh, Caleb Warren at center, McIntyre and McGee at guards, and Kern and, and uh, Jeremy James at the tackles, and they were, they're were all healthy. So uh, that wasn't the problem. The problem was the cohesiveness and them being, uh, you know, not having played together. That's just a tough assignment against a Mississippi State team that threw a different defense than they were prepared for. So it took them to halftime. To, to get the adjustments made, and then they played better in the second half. 
Yeah, I mean, and then you add together, they were playing different positions, right? right James exactly. moved to right tackle, yeah. and not only were there different combos of, of players, but they were playing different positions, yeah. which really made it. And difficult. and look, credit Mississippi State. Yeah. They threw a they threw a different defense at Ole Miss than Ole Miss prepared for. Uh, just some nuances, nothing major, but it, it was it affected the flow of the game for Ole Miss. I mean, it's good good strategy by their coach. And I said it to you guys back there when we were looking at stats and you know bringing up stuff to talk about before the game. I couldn't believe that those two linebackers actually had that many tackles. Right, like they just had to be around. The, those dudes were all over the place. Watson and legit Johnson are legit. legit. Yeah, I mean, they've they've done it every week. But I also think if Dart was not hobbled and he could move the way that he normally moves, I think. The offense would have been much, or much if our, more explosive. Or if we'd have had our tackle, sure. Pettis. Yeah. But they, those know. those linebackers were coming at you every mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every no play. Good. They're, Good they're legit. Every play. All right, we were talking about the recruiting there, and one is here. Will the Rebels sign a high school quarterback or running back this cycle? Well, they're not going to sign a quarterback. I mean, that's not in the call. No, so. they've already signed their high school quarterback, yeah. Austin Simmons. Yeah. Um, you know, so to speak, I mean – what what equates to their high school quarterback? I do look for him to go after a running back. Yeah, I mean, look, Simmons is still seventeen years old. Right, so right. He he's not even quite out of high school. Uh, shouldn't be, but uh, yeah, I, no quarterback. And then that running back, Kawan Lacey, is the guy that they're they're really on. Um, you know, so we'll see. He's a four star running back out of Texas. Uh, he's committed to Nebraska all season. Open it up. Uh, you know, there's been some some rumor that Ole Miss has lost a little bit of momentum with him. Uh, another 210 style pound bat that really likes to play physical uh, one cut back. And then Chris Davis, uh, you know, out of South Mississippi, Ole Miss. He was committed to Ole Miss for a number of months and then ended up decommitting and going to Stanford. But they're still after him. And as you know, Stanford had a really really bad year this year. And of course, we do have the Arch Manning question. Anybody want to go in on that one? He's not going anywhere. No, man, the Mannings don't. They they don't do things that way. He committed to Texas, and I believe he'll be at Texas his whole career. Yep. Thanks for those text messages at 662-426-1093. We'll take a peek into some of those injuries now. Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You find them at OxfordOrtho.com. Well, obviously, Pettis is out. Uh, Micah Pettis to tackle with a separated heel is what I heard. I, I don't never heard of that, that before. just sounds but, painful. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like plantar fasciitis, I think. Mm. Uh, very painful. Is, but he's out, and... Uh, Jaden Williams is out with a bad, badly sprained ankle. Hopefully he can be back for the bowl game, though. It, it's anticipated he will be. I think he even dressed out the other night, but he just wasn't, wasn't able to go. And then Jackson Dart's got head-to-toe problems. <laughs> shoulder, uh, non, non-throwing shoulder, right knee, probably sprained, and, and an ankle issue. But this four weeks or five weeks will allow him to heal up, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. Uh, Ulysses Bentley got bruised ribs, but he the X-rays were fine on that. He, there, nothing's broken. He should be okay for the bowl game. Speaking of which, uh, there's a there's a lot of doubt that he he may not come back. Said he hmm. he may he may test the waters in the NFL. I've been hearing that a little bit. 
That'd we'll be a see. blow because yeah. that one-two punch, you know, the last couple of years of having two great backs there is important. It really is to keep uh, Judkins fresh, and, and it's just a different change of pace. I mean, we even saw that in the Egg Bowl. We saw it all year. It's, well, uh, if you're going to run tempo, particularly with a tempo offense, you you got to have two or three, you know. Well, if he, if he ended up going in the draft, you, you know Ole Miss is going to be all over the portal to find somebody that's ready now. I know that. Um, they yeah, still they, got Jam Griffin. They do, and and uh, uh, Riscano. Riscano, yeah. Uh, and Jam's got nowhere to go. You no. know, he's already transferred. And I hear Riscano's pretty happy. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how all that pans out. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll still go in a portal for that. <laughs> they're gonna I, wanna... I guess you have to test the waters if you think you need to test the waters. But who's getting in his ear? You know, I I don't see him yet as an NFL. I haven't. Yeah, I've followed the drafts closely. I haven't seen him on one yet. The you know I I think that he's been in college for five years. True. That's that's true. that's an that's an issue with him. Also, speed is you can't you that, can't buy speed. No, true. You know, and he's got speed. I have a big bowl game, and you know we'll see. Yeah. All right, Harry Harrison's going to join us on the other side. We'll get deeper into uh, the Egg Bowl. We'll talk all things with Harry coming up as the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline continues. seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the library sports bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or call 844 844- 
Roof. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, second half of the program underway on tonight's Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. We've got the Connerly Trophy watch list to get to, some Ole Miss news, a little recruiting with Yancey. We've got the good, bad, and ugly. And we'll bring in our big guy, All-American Harry Harrison, next. How you doing, dude? What's happening, my man? What's going on, brother? Jeez, Harry, I think – um, I'm sorry about that, Harry. The, no, you know, I'm you, just sitting back on a cold night waiting to talk some football with you guys. There we go. I thought the biggest surprise to me, and it's something that you brought up, where you thought the mismatch was Ole Miss's defensive line against State's offensive line, you know, that that just didn't pan out. They just didn't get – they did a little bit in the first quarter. Then after after that, I mean – you know, Rogers could have ordered a, a a pizza back there. Were you as surprised as me about that? No, I wasn't, Yancey. With the score, they scored seven, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't miss anything, right? They scored seven, had around three hundred total yeah. yards. Yeah, did we get yeah. sacked? No, but we got a lot of hurries, and he didn't throw well on the run, which is what I thought he wouldn't do. And their receiving core is not too good. But their tight end did catch the first pass of the season. I will give him credit for that. He did catch the first pass of the season. So if that's what you're referring to, I'm going to tip my hat to you, buddy. <laughs> he, he's a tough nut, though. He's like dark. <laughs> he plays. He plays. It was still 17-7, to 7, wasn't it, Chuck? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was, but I was I was hoping for a little bit more than that. Um, well, that, you know, that's because you were disappointed about the offense. That's what you were really disappointed in. Well, you know, I, I, I still think if Dart was not limited uh, mobility-wise, I think the offense would have looked a lot different than it did uh, Thursday night. And as 
Chuck alluded to, and and you know Lane said in the press conference they were expecting that zero uh, defense again, and they didn't get it. They came out with a different look, and you know it took them a, a, a good half to to make those adjustments. Well, Yancey, and I've been watching them at practice. And when you lose two tackles and you have to shift sides and you have to move a guard out to tackle, it, it gets tough. I watched him, you know, last two games playing right tackle when that, that, that rush in comes at you. It's not like you, you get your hand on that inside tackle and, and, and wallow with him. But on that outside, you better get that drop foot back, and he was slow getting it done. So I was concerned about our offensive line. Got a backup center playing guard, got a guard playing right tackle. I was concerned about our line, and obviously that's not the best combination we've had all year. So, you know, you're losing Micah Pettis and then uh, Williams, obviously the guy who would have played at the left tackle. Not either one of those guys being able to play. I, I knew we were not in sync there. So, I, you know, was I disappointed? Yes, but I wasn't shocked with the outcome because I thought Dart was banged up, not at his best. The offensive line certainly didn't give him the kind of time that he's had in other games. But uh, knowing what we lost it up front, I was uh, I was happy it, did, it turned out like it was. Well, not only that, uh, Harry, but I'm I'm sure they only had a limited package that that they put in for this game because of. Uh, you know, the unfamiliarity of the offensive line, don't you think? Well, I think, you know, things that I didn't see that we had been seeing all year, I don't remember us throwing one slant, Chuck. I mean, those linebackers were very active for State. And that, that body, if you turned on the film and watched them, their two linebackers are, are their heart and soul of their defense. And they, they just about rushed every time, whether it was a, a run play or a pass. Those guys were coming from some, in different angles, outside, inside, different gaps. And I knew with the line we had going in there, it might be a problem. And, you know, I thought they did pretty well against that, but it was disruptive. It's a real uh, high, high, high win, high loss type of, type of defense. I mean, they're, they're gambling a lot. And it, sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't, you know. Uh, but, you know, Quinchon Juckins, I thought, ran as hard as I've ever seen him run. He liked, you know, running with a man with hair on fire and he was running angry. I'm telling you, he was running through guys and over guys and, uh, broke more tackles than I've seen him break in a lot of games. And that was a hard 120 yards he picked up, but that was a big, big part of the game. And that kept us going pretty much. No doubt. I love, I love that stiff arm when he's coming around that right end, <laughs> put that guy, planted this guy. Uh, the guy <laughs> might be still planted in the field. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't do that more, Chuck, but he's got a knack for just bouncing off people. Uh, breaking tackles and getting away from people is amazing. And I've said this all along. He makes more moves in short spaces than anybody I've ever seen. He makes people miss in really tight spaces down inside the 10-yard line. That's just amazing he's able to do that. That's how quick he is. But he's, uh, he's, he's a tough nut to bring down. I, don't, I wouldn't like to come up and have to take him on at 215 pounds or whatever he is. It's all rock, that's for sure. Uh, ten and two, Harry. Ten I mean, and two, yes, sir. Let's, let's I mean, talk about that. I don't want with, I don't want Yancey to go home sad about it. We we're ten and two, <laughs> and, and, and Yancey, if I if I had said, said listen, let me tell you what, in August, I'll tell you what I'll do. Would you take ten and two and lose to Alabama and Tuscaloosa and Georgia and Athens? No you said, question. Absolutely, yes. You no broke question. my hand. Yeah, I mean, you, broke you know, my to, hand. to go ten and two. You had no room for error, right? I mean, you've got yeah. Alabama and Georgia at their place. You can't lose another game. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's, no, it's a remarkable you job. You cannot. And, you know, the night of the LSU game, which is a great classic game, it'll go down forever. 
But uh, that was the turning point in, for me. That was the turning point in the season right there, winning no that game. And, uh, you know, it was real interesting. Chuck told me this later, you know, that uh, that the offense knew that they, LSU couldn't stop them. They, we, when we went down nine with four, five, six minutes left in the game, knew they couldn't stop us. So offense uh, – and that was their best outing too. I mean, that offense was clicking that night. Uh, good job against A&M. You know, it was not hitting on all those same cylinders this past Thursday night. But guess takes for credit. Those guys played hard. Greg Knox had them playing at their best. They just don't have that much talent. But they, they played hard. They absolutely played hard. Sure and did. disrupted on defense enough to keep us off balance with a kind of an inexperienced line. But uh, anyway, it's still 17-7. to It's still 10-2 in the Chuck. That's absolutely right. What do you, What's your prediction now for the bowl game? Yeah. You uh uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm citrus. Saying, I'm saying probably first spot would be uh, Orlando in the Citrus Bowl, spot number two. And this is not my picks. I'm saying what I think is going to happen. Next spot would be uh, playing in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. I'm trying to figure out a scenario how we can get there. Uh, Florida State point, not getting in. That's Florida. how. Florida State not getting in the playoffs. That's yeah. how Ole Miss yeah. would get to the Cotton. And the matchup against Texas, I mean, my gosh. That'd how be much, a, can't get any better than that. No, and what what if what if little Arch just came out for a series, his first collegiate play against Ole Miss? The storylines <laughs> could be numerous with that. Well, there's a lot of rumors swirling around, but I don't think he's played at all this year. That's kind of strange. I thought. No, no, you no. He he led him on a touchdown against Texas Tech last last Saturday. Oh, did he? Did he really? Yeah, he sure did. I it was the first time he came in. I'll be and, uh, He made two nice little runs and made a couple of nice little passes, and they scored on him like an eight yard run. Nice. nice. Yeah, I got hey. uh, I got tired tire of that game. I quit watching it early. <laughs> well, at fifty something to nothing, I mean, you know, yeah. Harry, I got to ask you this. I know you watched it, the Auburn Alabama game. A former de- defensive back. Just, <laughs> just, I mean, just what what were your thoughts about that play? Where did it go wrong? I, obviously, the two man rush, but as the defensive back scheme, where did it go wrong? Yancey, it looked like they obviously they dropped eight and everybody was in the end zone. And I couldn't believe there was only one guy on the outside yeah. out there, but he, but he's made such a terrible pass. I mean, when he saw the ball leaving the quarterback's hands, he should have run to the guy and turned and looked for the ball. I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I didn't see the complete play from that end of it. So you don't know what the receiver was doing. You don't know if he came completely yeah. across the field. You don't know that. All we got to see was the last frame where he was actually in the corner. But the defender made it really poor play on it. All he had to do was just find the ball. Probably could have intercepted it. But you know, like once again, I don't know where the receiver came from. He was he had no help on the outside, and they dropped you know nine or ten guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things happen when you don't get get a rush on that quarterback. And, and that's uh, the truth. No, yeah. no doubt. But I, no I couldn't doubt. believe. Or <laughs> I'm sitting at a family outing. And the guy, my nephew sitting next to me, who will, who will remain nameless, said, I, you know, about the time he went back to throw, he said, I'm betting Auburn wins the game. I said, let me show you why you don't bet. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'll be darned if the guy doesn't make I think yeah. ESPN had a point one percent chance of winning the game. Yeah, 99.9. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and yeah. hey, as a defensive back, why not interfere? Yeah, and why not just tackle the guy? Well, I mean, that's he, an option, he had isn't it? Plenty of time to knock. He had plenty of time to go the ball. I mean, yeah. when I, they finally showed that frame, the, the guy's looking straight at the receiver. So 
So I don't know if the guy slipped behind him, got behind him. I, you don't you don't see that part of the film, so I don't know. But uh, you know, uh, if he knew well, he was rec- back there, all you got to do is run to him and look for the ball. But anyway, well, the re- receiver pushed off though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's obvious on the replay. Well, that but wasn't, that, you know, that, they weren't going to call that. You no, that. No, 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 absolutely not. They weren't going to call it. You know. But anyway, what, what do y'all think? What do y'all think, bowl wise? Do y'all have a better idea? I, I think Iowa in yeah. the citrus. Yeah, I think citrus. I just don't see how they keep Florida State out of it. The only only possibilities, uh, you know, if Alabama beat Georgia, certainly Alabama's going to get in, and there's going to be a huge case for Georgia also to get in. And then you've got you know the Washington uh Oregon, Oregon winner and then and then you know Michigan in so that would not Florida Florida State has to miss the the, the playoffs right I mean that's the only way well, Florida they're, they're to get in. in fifth place right now but Ohio State lost so we'll see who that I guess in, in the in the polls that came out yesterday and moved up to number four but uh but here's the uh, deal too Florida State's only given two and a half to Louisville Louisville is not very good I don't care I watched them all year long they're not very good only that I mean, could you imagine what one of the other playoffs teams would be would be favored over Florida State in the playoffs? I mean, you know, I'm sure the committee's going to look at that. So we'll see. I think the best chance is as Florida State has to win very ugly over Louisville. Well, and, they say, and, and they say the, the committee not be impressed. And they lost their quarterback, who really is going to hurt their play. They said it doesn't factor in, but I have to. <laughs> I'm not buying that because. It's how they look, you know. How, how, do yep. they impress the, the committee? Do they not impress the committee? That's the thing. But you know, but when it gets down to bowl uh, uh, time, they also look at how many folks these schools travel, and Ole Miss travels very well for the bowl. True, true. Yeah, especially to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, there's no no doubt yes. about that. I, I know the Cotton Bowl would love to have Ole Miss against yep. Texas. Are you kidding me? Who, who did, yep. So so once they get to the week from or to next Sunday, then it's a collaboration between the committee and the bowls. They get right. to have a, a say in it. I mean, the committee doesn't totally decide where. Well, they say the is. committee decides the bowl games, but I'm sure I'm sure the 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 bowl committee will also be talking with the playoff selection committee to say who they really want, but. You know, uh, it's supposed to be selected by the by the playoff committee. Those are the only bowl games that they have direct say in it. So, all right. So we'll let me see. ask you guys something. If you if you were on the for the college football playoff, who would you say are the four best teams right now? Right now? Yeah, right now, right this minute. Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, and Washington. the fourth one is up for debate. Or Oregon. Washington. Washington. I say Washington. Yeah. 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 I think Oregon's going to beat Washington. And they're favored to do so. I'm telling you, I, I think Oregon's better than Washington, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, you know they're going to play at a neutral neutral spot, right? So yeah. Before they were yeah. playing at Washington, that was a big difference in the game. But this is at a neutral spot, so I, I watched what, a little. I, I watched no. a little that game the other night, and I thought their quarterback, even though he was throwing little dinky, dinky routes, he was throwing swing passes and passes in the flat, which is high percentage. But man, he, they didn't drop many, and he didn't miss many. I tell you who the fourth slot is. Honestly, it's Texas. Mm-hmm. I, I think Texas is probably the second best team in the country right now, behind Georgia. I'd go Georgia one, Texas two, Alabama, uh, no, Michigan three, and Alabama four. That's, that's why, how I'd rank them. That's why most people don't ask you. Yet. <laughs> 
Hey, hey, I bet you if Vegas. So, Yancey, if, hang on a minute, Yancey, Hang on a minute. So Alabama scores on the last play of the game to beat an Auburn team that was six and six. Yes, you but you know, number eight to number four. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, Freeze has got Saban's number. He knows how to scheme him. I mean, let's well, let's be yeah, honest. That's not what I ask. I said, so you're telling yes. me that the you're telling me that the committee's going to jump up from number eight to number. No, four? I don't. I think that if Bama played any of those other teams, Vegas would have Bama favored. That's what I think. Well, that, that uh, outside of Michigan, off. outside of Michigan and Georgia and I Texas, think, I think it's Georgia, Michigan. Uh, Oregon and Alabama, my fourth. <laughs> I think Who's Texas, your four, I Harry? Think Texas is, is, is there. I, I don't I'm, care, man. I, I, whatever it takes to get some guys out of the way, we can go to the Cotton Bowl, Chuck. That's all I'm <laughs> You don't want to go see Mickey Mouse? You don't want to go I, see I, I'll Mickey? I'll go anywhere that we're going, but I would love to go to Dallas. Yeah. All right, buddy. we got to let you go and do this Connerly Trophy watch list, but we'll talk there with you, you again. Thanks, Harry. Right. We'll talk Enjoy to you next week. Guys. See you, Harry. Right. By the way, that portion brought to you by Gateway Tire since 1929, 54 locations, six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Let's run down this Connerly Trophy watch list. we got a minute and a half. Oh, God, we can't get it done in a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, Ole Miss sophomore running back Quinshawn Judkins, the player of the week for the Rebels, 220-pound back out of Pike Roads, Alabama, rushed for 119 yards and a touchdown in Ole Miss's 17-7 win over Mississippi State. Mississippi State senior linebacker Nathaniel Watson is our player of the week for the Dolls, a 245-pound linebacker out of Maplesville, Alabama, had a game-high 21 tackles in their 17-7 loss to Ole Miss. Southern Miss was Frank Gore Jr., the 200-pound tailback, had 140 yards of offense and a touchdown in the 35-17 loss to Troy. Senior running back Irv Mulligan has been named finalist of the Connolly Trophy Award. Out of Bedford, South Carolina, rushed for 700 yards and six touchdowns this season. Mississippi Valley State, Ronnie Luckett, has also been named a finalist for the Connolly Trophy. Uh, former Jackson Callaway stars the second team all-swat selection. And I'll do the Alcorn State. We'll take a break and we'll, we'll come back. Uh, Aaron Allen, the quarterback, named the finalist as well. Uh, seven and four record, over two and twenty three hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. While we're on break, take a wild guess who Delta State <laughs> is. Um, oh, what a heartbreaking Patrick loss! We'll be, not... we'll be back and finish it up. Oh, that was tough for Delta State. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. With over 40 years of combined experience, the Tom Smith Land and Homes team serving the Cleveland, Mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers. Their knowledge and expertise about agricultural, hunting, and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state. With Tom Smith Land and Homes, you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Landon Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, let's get back into it. Ceasefire Trophy awarded tomorrow at 6 at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Surprise, surprise. Senior quarterback Patrick Shegog is the player of the week for the Statesman. Quarterback out of South Panola passed and rushed for over 100 yards and a pair of touchdowns in their heartbreaking 38-35 to loss to Valdosta State in the second round of the D2 playoffs. Patrick had over 3,400 total yards and 44 touchdowns this season. Shegog is a finalist for the Conley Trophy. Which will be announced tomorrow. It's going to be pretty, pretty exciting for that trophy announcement tomorrow. Senior running back Marcus Williams out of Donaldsville, Louisiana, has been nominated as one of the ten finalists for the Connolly Trophy out of Mississippi College. Marcus rushed for 943 yards and three touchdowns this season. Millsaps punter Ethan Klapich. He averaged 45.8 yards per punt. He was a finalist for the Connolly Trophy. Colin Lane. Bellhaven running back Colby, Colby Blunt out of Mobile has been nominated as one of the ten finalists for the Connolly Trophy. 220-pound native out of Mobile, rushed for 1,333 yards and 17 touchdowns and helped Bellhaven to their first D3 playoff appearance. Ole Miss and SEC News brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers. Van Atkins, the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaire. Well, Ole Miss men and women's basketball in were big weeks at uh, the SJB Pavilion, the ACC-SEC Challenge. Men and women's squads both hosting. NC State tomorrow for the men at 8, televised on ESPN2. And the number 19 Ole Miss women get a Sweet 16 rematch with number 22 Louisville on Wednesday at 8.15. And ESPN's leaking out some specific game times already for 2024. 
And uh, Ole Miss not listed on any of them, but they have put a lot of them up, including Texas at Texas A&M, which will be on a Saturday, November 30, not where some had thought maybe hmm. that one could come back to Thanksgiving. No mention of Ole Miss State, but I mean, it's got Tennessee, Oklahoma, Georgia, Alabama. There's already things that have been put out supposedly from ESPN here uh, while we've been doing the show, none of them involving Ole Miss at this point. Hmm. How about Fraser Mason? Co-SEC defensive, uh, uh, pardon me, uh, special teams player of the week. Six punts out of eight inside the 20-yard line. Good for him. Yeah, best game is a Rebel by far. Some timely, timely punts, too, for that field position. At one point, we were that was a, the the stat that just kept getting read is how many yards worth of punting happened, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. We got close to a thousand of those. Red and blue chips recruiting segment presented by the Grove Collective. What do we got in that regard? Yeah, we'll try to make this quick. We had a report earlier with Zach uh, Lane Kiffin, Nix, and Charlie Rice Jr. went uh, the day after the Egg Bowl to go see Caleb Odom out of Georgia. He's the number two ranked tight end in the country. Currently committed to Alabama. He's visited Ole Miss and Bama twice in the past month. He's already taken official visits to both schools. We'll see which way it goes. Uh, we hear that Braylon Burnside out of Starville, four-star receiver, will be coming in the December 15th weekend. He'll play in Oxford this weekend for his last high school game uh, against Oak Grove at the vault. So maybe it's the first of many to come there. Um, the portal starts, uh, uh, transfer portal officially starts on December the 4th and ends, uh, January the 4th. Um, a few of the offensive linemen that Ole Miss are trying hard to flip right now as, as a Autry committed to Oklahoma and Kevion Broussard, uh, Miami commit. Um, both those guys could be coming in on the 15th as well. Uh, we talked about Tristan Jernigan a little bit earlier, another A&M, uh, Flip that Ole Miss is looking at out of Tupelo plays linebacker, and then lastly, uh, keep your ears open for Pine Bluff defensive lineman Charleston Collins, the top 50 nationally ranked uh, player out of Pine Bluff. Um, is uh, some crystal balls are coming in lately for Ole Miss, and the Rebels are definitely a player for there. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, sponsored by Cannon Motors of Mississippi. You can find a location near you at CannonMotorCompany.com. Well, the Good. What did former Oakland Raiders owner Al Davis always say? Just win. Just win, baby. Well, that's what Ole Miss did in the Egg Bowl Thanksgiving night. Just win. 17-7 to be exact. With two wounded quarterbacks battling it out, Ole Miss's Jackson Dart prevailed over MSU's Will Rogers. Dart playing with shoulder, knee, and ankle injury. Uh, Rogers playing with a broken sternum, we were told. After a defensive first half with Ole Miss leading three to nothing, State took a seven to three lead before Ole Miss offense woke up with a pair of touchdowns to seal the win and get the Golden Eight back to the Oxford where it belongs. I've been critical of punter Fraser Massin for much of his career. He did a good job against State, good enough for co special team player of the week in the SEC. The bad, I'm hearing that Cisse and Murray, the basketball players have been denied their waiver, and that Ole Miss is appealing that decision. How long will that take to appeal? I don't know. Who knows with the NCAA? There's no. That's the problem with the NCAA. There's no definitive answers about anything, and they don't care about kids. Well, the kids, I, I really, kids from Cincy and Pitt just got ruled eligible within the last couple of weeks. That are two-time transfers. Yeah, I know. I know. Unbelievable! <laughs> it's it, it's it's amazing to me. The NCAA need is a defunct organization that needs to be disbanded. 
Yeah, we'll as we leave here, we'll have much more on basketball next week. Hopefully, we'll have one of the staff members to kind of go over how the season's been going so far. See you at the Pavilion tomorrow night. Big game, big game. Howdy, toddy. <laughs>